There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve and tonight we'll be discussing episode 7 of season 2 of Happy. Okay, like we say it every episode. Every episode. Yeah. How can it get weirder? <laughs> and it does. Yep. And I'm just going to scratch my head and say it got weird for me because I was telling Steve off air. I don't remember exactly which episode it was, but I swear I started seeing the damn wishies in my house. Not in costume wishies, like Patrick wishies. Right. Creepy. And then my dog started barking. And so that really freaked me out. So, yeah. And I wasn't on medication. I didn't drink. Right. It was some weird, like, in-between sleep and awake thing. But after watching this, I'm like, oh, my God, if I'm seeing this and I'm, like, just stone cold sober, the hell were they on to write this thing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although I appreciate whatever they did to take the hit to give us this weird shit yeah. because I enjoyed it. It got weirder and weirder. And I don't know how we're going to walk away from this at the end. No. Yeah, but <laughs> let's jump into ratings. All right. Episode 7 had a 0.09 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.271 million viewers, making it the 100th rated cable show for the day. Live plus 7s for this episode tied for 25th in viewers percentage gain, going from 0.271 to 0.507 million viewers for an increase of 87%, which is much better. Yes, for all our people watching it quietly. When nobody else can see. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Episode seven, Arlo and Marie. <laughs> All right. Now, this is the nail in the coffin. They totally, totally are trolling us with these. The synopsis, this is one effed up family dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. It was. It was. Yeah. And, ew. Orange juice risotto. Yeah. I kind of gagged at it. So. Yeah. All right, so obviously we have more weird shit with Blue. Yeah. Because Blue is having a homestead dream, and apparently he's really into the Old West thing. Because here's a picturesque ranch, and he heads inside to the house where, oh, look who it is. Yeah. Playing the banjo by the fire, nonetheless. It's Orcus. And Blue's like, well, at least we're both stuck here. And Blue's kind of gloating about it. Until Orcus is like, oh, my poor boy. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's like, what do you mean? We went off a roof. And, well, I guess what I said kind of happened, huh? Right. Absolutely it did. <laughs> Big yes. Pink was on the bottom. Yeah, one of us had to die. And, oh, you can stay here. And when they flash back to outside, yeah, he's standing just covered in blood. And Pink is just basically flattened like a pancake. Yeah. 
But in the weird realm, I don't even know where this is supposed to be. He gets his family, who's just burnt to a crisp, including the dog. Yeah. And his sister with the knitting needle sticking out of her ear. Although she was cooking meatballs, I do believe. Yep. I'm like, what is happening? I don't know if I should feel sorry for Blue because he was such a jackass last season. Or, I mean, I kind of do because he's like, all right, this is going to happen. We're going to do this. We're going to take him out. This is the only thing I can think of. And then it was like, boop, nope. Nope. Didn't work. Nice, nice try, but not quite good enough. Right. And Orcus is like, thanks. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you did me a favor. At least he won't fart anymore and turn into blue and have that weird thing happen. <laughs> True. Oh, now let's go back to the really weird shit, because I can't believe I can say that with a straight face right now, because Nick running into Amanda in the mist of a weird leather, furry, I don't know, wishy orgy. Yeah. As he's trying to figure out what the hell are you doing here? And what are you on? Right. And, and what is going on? <laughs> yeah. He's I wouldn't just say that about 20 times. Right, yeah. He was just about as confused as we are. Right, and she's like, oh, I'm pregnant. He's like, is it mine? Then <laughs> <laughs> we get the flashback to a quick night on New Year's Eve and the countdown that makes me wonder when they started. Right. Because the countdown to midnight hadn't finished. <laughs> like, oh. And Mr. Bug, who we know is Sunny Shine, calls all the wishies out to deal with Sax, telling him, keep him away from the baby, which I think the wishies would have done that without you saying anything, Sonny. Yeah, I think so. And of course, Nick is trying to grab the gun, but somebody grabbed the gun and replaced it with something else. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's just, that's the phrase for the day. Yeah. So this whole. I, I can't say Scooby gang thing ensues where they're kind of going back and forth, back and forth, but, you know, through through doors. But it wasn't too different when they were kind of going in and out and fighting. And it was strange. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of leather. And Nick's like, get off me. <laughs> but he manages to get to the gun and he grabs Amanda, taking her hostage with the barrel against her belly and citing was it a pro-choice political opinion? He's like, unless y'all want preemie all over the place, you better back up. And Amanda's just like, ah. That's like, oh, you are so high right now. Yeah. But Nick at least is able to get Amanda out there, and they're safe for now. Right. We'll see how long that lasts. So they end up back at Nick's place, which isn't exactly Nick's place, no. but yeah, whatever. And hey, Happy's there, smoking a cigarette. He's like, wait, when did you sm start smoking? <laughs> this was so awkward. Yes, it was. Because obviously this was after he had his sexy night with Bo Peep. Which didn't turn out well in the morning as she just kind of... Oh my god. <laughs> she looked like she was falling apart. Yeah. And About even... scared poor Happy to death. <laughs> right. Happy's like, whoa. She's like, I, you know, I don't wake up looking like this. And he's like, I have a lot to learn about ladies. I'm thinking, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. And he was wanting to have breakfast. And yeah, this was like, the beginning of a go. beautiful relationship. Well, not so much. Yeah. Uh, gotta go. Sorry. The sheep need me. And I love it because Happy's getting all like attitude. And I'm a grown up. I had a moment. 
And Nick is just turning it into something totally different. Yeah. And I I don't even want to repeat what Nick said. <laughs> oh, my God. It was funny, but it's like, wow. I'm thinking, is this something you would say to, like, your son? And then I look at Nick, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I question that. But Nick is a little more concerned with the insanity happening downstairs. And Happy's going to pout, so he has to grab him and go downstairs so we can deal with everything and she's just reminiscing about her life and what could have happened and this could have been her house and suddenly there's Haley. she just shows up at the randomest times right and it's like how did you know that would be the best place to go and not to say back to your grandmother's well yeah, she just didn't know how to get back there yeah that and She's friends with Smoothie, so she's not thinking that she's in any danger, so she can basically do whatever she wants to do. So she figures she'd go back and check in on Dad's place, not expecting to find her mother there, who is high off her ass. Right. I love it, because Nick's like, don't tell her about the baby, and she's like, yeah, yeah, okay. You're gonna be a big sister! (laughs) Well, technically, she didn't tell her about the baby. No. And then Haley's like, what? And I love the first thing. Is it yours? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, poor baby. You grew up way too fast. Yeah. And it's like, we're working that out. But things will be better. So, you know what? Let's have a family dinner. And she's like, why don't you help me cook? And all of a sudden, she's like, yeah. And for a minute, I'm like, okay, so is Haley good with everything? You know, and then we have the the family dinner where Happy doesn't want any part of it. He's just being a little butthead. Yep. So he's like, I'm going to sit here and listen to my headphones. You do what you want. (laughs) You kept trying to fly away. And Nick's like, nope, sit your ass down. Yeah. (laughs) You're not going anywhere. You're fine. But I'm like, he's a sullen teenager all of a sudden. It's like, yeah. Again, this would be your realm. I don't have kids. Is this what it was like with your kids? Oh, hell yes. (laughs) (laughs) Every teenager is that way. And they've almost got two because. Haley's almost turned into a teenager with everything she's been through. Right. And she has major attitude swings. Oh, yeah. But when they're sitting there with the horrible dinner, Amanda decides to tell the story of Arlo and Marie. Because she kept calling Nick Arlo, and Haley's like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. (laughs) So it was kind of a funny story about how Amanda lost her wedding ring. It was at a diner. And Nick wound up tracking it down at a pawn shop, but it ended up already being sold. They find the guy who got it. He had already had it engraved. Now, they never said because everything kind of went sideways here, but they never got the ring back, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, it was a cute little story that Arlo and Marie, that's who got the wedding ring. And so now they kind of have that cute story. But as this is happening, all of a sudden, Amanda starts... Was it kind of facing out and Nick starts noticing something really isn't right? Yeah. But before we get too far with that, we check in with Mary, who is at the prison seeing Asunta Biachi. She wants to know about why the old lady killed Isabella and how the deaths of the sons are connected to everything that's been happening. She already realizes that there are supernatural things going on after her experiences with the wishies. Well, yeah. 
And then we get a sequence here about the god of death, Orcus, who targets included some of the great idols. JFK, Princess Diana, Dr. Martin Luther King, among others. Now, these idols were visited in moments of dire need. And we see Orcus's lamores, or wishies, the strange shapeless creatures from the underworld, visiting JFK. And they're folklore creatures. They turn up when idols shine the brightest to do the dark bidding of Orcus and take away hope. So Easter Day is when the next idol will be taken. And I don't know who did the voiceover, but I love that it starts with Ashunta Bianchi talking to Mary and suddenly it changes to this voiceover. Right. It was very dramatic. Yes, it was. And oh, and by the way. Yeah. Uh, the prison's empty. Yeah. All the inmates are gone. Now, this is when the warden finds it, right? Yeah. The warden walking in doesn't even see Pink. No. Walks right past everything. Walking inside, eating a cake pop. Gets, like, holding his suit or whatever. Walks inside, like, not noticing, like, empty cell after empty cell. And then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, it's awful quiet. Then looking around, it's like, wait, wait a second. And that's when he notices what's what. Yeah. And it's like, there's no guards. There's not even dead bodies there it's like no where is everybody <laughs> you would think something would be there even if it was bodies other than pink right but apparently no nope check yeah. in on sunny who god arrives at home and finds orcus <laughs> at his piano playing a tune yeah sunny is really freaked out right now yeah <laughs> and he has the right he deserves to be and it's about time he finally freaks out Thank you. I was thinking that. Yeah. The demon announces that Blue is gone, and he pours champagne and starts to ask about the mother-to-be who's escaped. That's not good as far as Orcus is concerned. No. They need to find her because the baby's obviously a significant part of their plan. It is? <laughs> well, this is probably a first being able to be reproduced so yeah right. this might be uh huge if orcas gets a whole army of these things right and i love that sunny's like yeah but you know her husband he must do a bar method every day really because he's a super soldier that's what you're going with bar method <laughs> okay i guess whatever works also knows it vodka maybe but he does kind of uh take no prisoners. Yeah. But Orcus is confident that his group of violent prisoners will be able to retrieve Amanda. I don't know. If I had to put my money on it, I would put my money on Saks. Yeah. And speaking of Saks, back at the, his place, Nick discovers that Amanda's been taking more of that weird cloudy liquid that she was given by Sunny. I don't want to know what it is. I don't either. <laughs> I really, really don't. And when he tries to comfort her, she attacks him and goes wild in the kitchen on him. Holy crap. Yeah. And she was swinging that cast iron skillet like it was nothing. Those bitches are heavy. Yeah. I have one. <laughs> yeah. It is not easy to swing that. No. So either she's been working out or that wasn't real. Right. And who knows with what's going on in her body, she might become super soldier as well. That's true. And then Sax did say, it's like being married to Johnny Depp. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, there's a dig I wasn't expecting. No. 
but he fends her off, nearly getting stabbed in the process, and he manages to subdue her with some tough love. Yeah. They had her tied up in, I don't even know if it was a spare room or the garage. Laundry room or something. Right, right. Storeroom. But Haley comes down and she's like, your mom's not doing so well. She's a little sick in the head. It's like, really? That's going to make Haley feel better. Right. So I just need you to watch her. Maybe you just say, Sunny gave her something and she's kind of strung out. Right. I think that. Right. Tell her the truth. Right. But no, he's got to make something up. Of course, Happy's not dealing with (laughs) not getting a call back from Bo Peep. This is not funny, but it is. Yeah. Because it was the one night stand and Happy's like, I don't know what's happening. (laughs) And I love it because he's like, come here, come here, sport. (laughs) Sit on my lap. Let's talk. And it's like, oh, God, really? Yeah. (laughs) And Happy spills the beans that it was a rough time in bed from premature ejaculation due to too much candy to lots of teeth. (laughs) It's all tea. Yeah. So, yeah. Poor Happy. Didn't perform as well as he thought he should. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is the weirdest conversation right now. Like, watching this, like... I don't know how to even take this because it's like, all right, it's you're an imaginary friend. Yeah. yeah. It's an imaginary friend. That's a horse. Yeah. Well, horse, unicorn, Pegasus hybrid thing. Okay. This is weird. Of course, Sax tries to get happy to focus on helping with the current troubles, but not going to happen. And of course, when he comes back, they have to both face up to the truth with Haley. Oh, oh my God. Because everything Amanda was saying, trying to get out of those like restraints. Right. It went from being mean to being sweet. And then she's like, well, if you can't trust your parents, I'm like, oh, there's that bad moment right there. Since Smoothie has just been filling Haley's head. And then when Nick tries to shoo Haley out, it's like, oh, go upstairs. And to tell Amanda, I can't believe you're doing this. This is your kid. Yeah, I'm the fuck up, not you. Right. And then said, I'm blanking at which one happened to say, why don't you just tell her Sonny kidnapped her? Right. And Haley's like, what? I'm like, oh, God, you didn't pay attention if she actually went upstairs. Yeah. And Sax has to tell her, sometimes bad guys don't get caught. And that was just heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It really was. That moment, because you just, at that moment is when you see, like, all hope. Just kind of drained from her face. Right. Yeah. She's, the truth is done hit her right between the eyes really hard. Right. And when she says, I hate you both, which I was kind of confused with this. I mean, I know she's hurt and upset, but why she's mad at them, I wasn't sure. But I mean, she's just lashing out. Right. Yeah. She, they haven't been telling her the truth about what has happened. And so she hates both of them. Okay. Yeah. I mean. She wants to know, been wanting to know the truth from both of them all season, and they keep avoiding it. So when it finally comes out, it's like, nope, Mm -hmm. you're everything Smoothie's been telling me. So he hasn't lied to me. Yep. Or has he? Yeah. So adios, and she runs out on her parent. Which apparently is good timing, though. Yeah. Because seconds later, Orcus and Ben show up. Huge group. Yeah. And we get a fantastic fight scene watching Nick 
fend off all these big angry men, but is unable to keep Amanda from being carted off and back to Sunny. Wait, did we get the fight scene in this episode? Or did we get to see it all in the next? Like, we no, see a little we, no, bit. No, we saw it all in this episode. With the slow-mo? Yeah. Which, I'm like, I love the freeze frame. And then, of course, Amanda at the end, fucking wow. Yeah. So long, sucker. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? That was hilarious. And uh, what is happening? Yeah, we get a flashback. We jump back three months, and we see Wishies hovering over someone on a surgeon's table. And all of a sudden, Sunny Shine comes over to look upon Smoothie with his new bright red eye like a big bunny. Ugh, so creepy. Yeah. Because Sunny's like, oh, this is awesome. It's like, even Smoothie, it's like, the hell did you do to me? Yeah. Oh, I want one. Not really. <laughs> like, you're crazy. Wow. Because that's not ironic. Smoothie calling somebody else insane. Right. And that's when he met the Wishies for the first time. They told him about Orcus sending him to see the God of Death. All connected. Yeah. Very Dirk Gently there. Yes. <laughs> and worst of all, Haley's run straight into Smoothie's arms. Although Happy apparently has kept his eye on her. And Nick's in one piece, so maybe there's hope for her after all. Yeah, but everybody's super screwed if Nick decides to just suit up again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what did you guys think about this episode? Because I thought it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you shoot us an email, let us know at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Check out the website, www.fangirlzone.com. You can look at everything there, the contacts page. You can see all the stuff we post all over the place. And, you know, let us know your thoughts and feelings on everything. And while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other form of listening pleasure you find us at because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us tell your friends you know you want them to watch the show you know you do yeah. <laughs> this is so weird and for this episode of sci-fi talk i am sean fangirl s and i'm steve don't throw an orgy if you're not willing to get fucked and until next time <laughs>